Hello, welcome to episode one of Disrupting Education, a podcast hoping to add to the conversation about the future of education in our country. I am Megan Nix, a fifth and sixth grade teacher from Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Joe Sanfilippo recently said, people won't change the way they talk about schools until we change the way we talk about schools. I couldn't agree more. I also think it's so important to keep this conversation in the forefront. Students deserve classrooms that ignite their passion and curiosity for learning. To provide this, we educators will need to take risks, be open to change, and to support each other as we disrupt the status quo in an education system that has been slow to embrace change. In future episodes, I'll discuss changes we can embrace in our own classrooms to build cultures of learning. Growth mindset, goal setting, focusing on feedback over grades inquiry-based practices, using peer critique to turn learning into a collaborative task are just some of the topics I'll discuss. I truly believe these can be simple changes that have a big impact. Let's let go of the old traditional practices and compliance tasks on our plates and replace them with focuses that will truly impact learning and set our students up to lead successful, passion-driven lives. Today, I'd like to talk to you about why I'm so convinced the education system in our country can do better. Why I'm so convinced that we can do better. I'm lucky enough to work in a school that has been embracing change. We started with a switch to multi-age classrooms and a focus on building strong relationships. Then took a hard look at our curriculum, standards, and student engagement, starting us on our current journey of embracing project-based learning. But My major aha moment happened at a conference just two years ago. The words going gradeless in the session title caught my eye, and I had to check it out. 60 minutes later, I was fired up and ready to make some major changes. The journey and change in my classroom has inspired me to share this concept with my colleagues, at conferences, and really with anyone who will listen. The basis for my excitement really comes down to two pieces of sound research. In a study done by Ruth Butler in the 1980s, she examined three types of feedback given to students. She looked at when students are given scores alone, when they're given scores with comments attached, and when they're given comments alone. And the outcome of that research is quite astounding, and it surprises me that we are still working in an education system that is so focused on grades and marks and and the one, two, threes on elementary report cards or satisfactory and non-satisfactory. When you look at what she found, it just blew my mind. When The learning outcomes for those students were considered. What Ruth Butler found was that students who made, who received scores alone remained complacent and unmotivated depending on how well they did, meaning the students who received A's were happy with that and settled and had no desire to continue their learning. They felt like they'd accomplished it, they were good enough. And students who'd received lower marks, C's and D's and F's, were uninspired to continue going and settled for this label that they had been given. Even those students given scores with comments attached were just as complacent and unmotivated. These 
marks were just as ineffective because the students still continued to focus entirely on the score and ignored the comments. The group of students who were given comments alone demonstrated the most improvement. The implication of that is that when you give students a score or a grade, it stops their learning. It stops their inherent desire to continue to find out new information, to continue to grow and improve. It gives them this place where they feel like, that's it. That's all they can accomplish. Whether that means that they're an A student and always going to do the bare minimum to be that A student, or whether it's that they've now been told in their head that they're a C student and that's as good as they're ever going to be. The use of those grades and scores in this study showed that that's a negative impact on our students and stops the learning process. The second piece of research that has really driven me in my changes in the last two years comes from a synthesized study done by John Hattie, who looks at different educational reforms and interventions and rates their effectiveness. And what John Hattie found in 2012 to be the second highest, most effective intervention for students was student self-assessment and self-grading. Teaching students how to self-assess based on a clear criteria empowers them to regulate their own learning. So if we as the teachers in this education system can give up our control of the learning through grades and constant assessment, we can actually empower our students to be lifelong and independent learners. As I sat through that conference session two years ago and mulled over what these two pieces of research mean, my entire mindset was changed. I knew I wanted students to be engaged in my classroom. I knew that I wanted them to be learning in more hands-on and collaborative ways that inspired critical thinking for them. But in that moment, I also realized I want my students to be the ones in control of their learning. I want them to feel empowered to learn anything and everything that they could possibly ever have an interest in And I want them to realize that they're the ones who have control over that. There's not anything out there that can label them as a certain level of learning. It comes down to their own drive and their own desire to learn something new. To be the teacher that sparks that desire and that drive in my students, it's exactly why we're here, right? So uh, those two pieces of research were They were the game changers for me, and I hope that you will dig into them and let them be the game changers for you as well. I am ready to spark a change in how learning is approached in classrooms across the country. I know that we as a collective can do better, and the best way to do that is to have conversations and to support each other. Through this podcast, I hope to continue to open the doors to those conversations about why we need to change and more importantly, how we can make that change happen every single day in our classrooms. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Megan Nix, and this has been Disrupting Education.